Hello, all you VHS fanatics out there. This is Benjamin Dutil, your humble host of horror of the Horror Heathen YouTube channel and the South Jersey Horror Podcast. Today, I have a very, 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 very special guest. Do you go by Evie or Evelyn? Yeah, it's Evie Bear. Evie, I am so sorry. Anyway, <laughs> Evie Bear, who you all know as Rufus Ruth in the movie <laughs> VHS 85. The sniper-willing person you pretty don't want to fuck with on just any given day. <laughs> so, those who don't know about VHS 85, um, unveiled through a made-for-TV documentary, five tales of found footage horror emerged to take viewers on a terrifying journey into the grim underbelly of the 1980s. So, those who have first watched it are very familiar with the movie. Um, in the first part of the sequence dubbed No Wake, um, this quick short story, seven young adults who are partying on an isolated body of water, normally off limits to visitors, that's what they get for being going to an off limits camping site, they get shot, dumbasses, for a camping trip, <laughs> ignoring the signs that warn visitors against swimming. Five of the friends take a boat and their, and their video camera onto the lake and try their hand at water skiing, which they epically failed at, by the way. <laughs> However, the group are swiftly gunned down by an unseen sniper. Her. As you all know. <laughs> so in the other sequence, going back more to the movie, mm -hmm. it picks up and depicting a story of a teenage girl named Ruth documents a family celebration of their new video recorder. Um, the switch is pulled where the family finally gathers around the TV to celebrate Ruth's victory. Yay! Of possibly killing some brutal shots, by the way. Her jaw just came off. I was like, holy shit. But anyway... Oh, yeah. It was finally your turn for the family tradition, and that tradition is that they're all a bunch of murderers. So, can you elaborate? I'm sorry. Ladies and gentlemen, Heavy Bear! Yay! Hello! <laughs> Hi. How are you thank, doing? Thank you for having me. Such an honor to be here. I'm really excited to talk about this movie. I had such a blast doing it. So, the honor's all mine, and I really do appreciate you getting back to me on such short notice, because I know you're very busy. You're I'm, I'm guessing epically famous now after that scene in VHS 85. <laughs> so, so your part of the movie, is there any way you can elaborate on your part, possibly describe in your own words, what in the actual fuck is happening? Yeah. Um, I think that's part of the fun of it is that your brain is left to fill in a couple of the holes. It's like, whoa, what's really going on here? The way I read it is... I like I I like to think that I was part of some sort of sort of culty family who has this historic tradition of killing seven people on what would be their like coming of age. And so um I tried to approach it like that, like it was some sort of routine but uh exciting life event and it was definitely a stretch as an actress uh it's not uh something that comes natural to me thank goodness um and like learning how to like hold a firearm and look confident doing it um it was all a huge learning curve but in my head yeah Ruth belongs to this fucked up family of killers who assassinate seven people by the time they're I guess maybe 16. So is this supposed to be seven people or is this, were you gunning for more? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
You know, I think the more the merrier, probably, <laughs> but seven is the official number. It's like the tattoo that everyone has. And right, right, okay. Yeah. So can you provide a brief background about yourself since there's no information on you, like yeah. Miss Incognito on the internet? <laughs> <laughs> yes, very intentional. I like to be a little um, removed from the internet, but... Um, I am an actress, obviously. I live in New York City right now, and I'm originally from Minneapolis, Minnesota, and that's what's really fun about VHS is that it's a pretty local film, or my segment in particular was shot in Minnesota, and Mike P. Nelson, the director, is a Minnesotan, and so he really tried to use a lot of local actors and a lot of the, like the film family that he knows from the city. Um, so I flew back to Minneapolis to shoot it, but I am in New York most of the time. I um, went to NYU and work in the arts in the city, and I'm originally a theater kid, and I come from a family of, like, child actresses is the way I sort of categorize us. We did a lot of, like, commercials and theater as kids and are trying to extend it into our adulthood as best as possible. So just carry on the tradition. I get it. It's awesome. It's <laughs> fantastic. It's like me. Like, me, my father, my grandfather, my great-great-grandfather, all in the Army. I'm like, you know oh, what? amazing. I had nothing else better to do in my life. I just about to join the Army. <laughs> <laughs> well that's one way of looking at it but yeah no that's great exactly so how did you hear about the audition for the character ruth um i got the audition in an email from my agent in minneapolis and um i didn't realize it's funny i didn't know what vhs was when it came in you know i don't actually think it was tagged as vhs i think it was being build as like a horror short film that was being um, shot in Minnesota. And I got the sides and read through it and it was both No Wake and Ambrosia connected. And I was like, this is really crazy cool. Like, how is this going to be pulled off? And how do I become a part of it? So I shot my audition as a self tape from New York and sent it into my agent who shared it with casting um and then the director and we hopped on a little zoom call probably like a week or two later kind of wild I didn't do any sort of callback or any sort of screen test he was just like yeah I saw your tape loved it let's do it and um Mike is the best and so awesome to work with uh he just had a lot of faith in uh, all of us, but in me particularly, and um, made it really fun, which what what could be really daunting, he made really fun. And yeah, so it was really just like, it kind of fell into my lap really perfectly. And it's rare that I book something or that I get to do some really big project that brings me back to Minnesota, um, as opposed to being in the city. And so it was so unique. And I continue to feel so lucky to have even been cast i yeah, I wish i could be cast in one of the age movies that'd be great <laughs> yeah it came out of nowhere you hear that people i can act too damn it you hear that let it be known okay so what inspired you to audition for the role i mean just like why the hell not <laughs> yeah i mean 
that's the life of an actor an audition comes in and you're usually remiss to say no and the job is auditioning for the most part but this one in particular I read and I thought something's going on here you know the script is a horror movie at its surface but clearly the director has pretty clear vision and you know there there are ways to interpret this it's like kind of a cool piece of art not only a, a cheap thrill and so I really wanted it I read it and I was like I want this part I can do this part I want to be crazy on screen like this um and so I was ready to sort of commit in a way that you have to to really sell it in an audition which you know half the time I'm ready to other and they're the tapes are good and other times they're probably less committed but this one clearly something came through Mike says I just saw him over the weekend there was this the uh, showing of the movie in Minneapolis that I went home for because it was part of a film festival in the city and he was talking during a Q&A he said he saw my tape and I did something with my eyes that I could just like sort of switch off and become evil which I took as a compliment <laughs> but <laughs> it's a it's a disquieting thing to hear about yourself when they're like you're cast because you can look evil yeah. on, the, <laughs> on the turn of a of a dime well that certainly takes talent I wish I had that <laughs> <laughs> I guess <laughs> well if you can do something with your eyes and impress the casting director then that's that's talent I mean I could do and like you're hired, come on in. <laughs> <laughs> That's good too. So what was your initial thought after reading the script from the VHS eighty five? I mean I was just like, how like how is this how are they gonna make this look real? I didn't know it was part of VHS, like I had sort of hinted at before. I I didn't know what the VHS franchise was. This wasn't originally attached to VHS. Um, and I, I think it took until me getting cast to find out that it was a part of like this larger anthology. And so then I looked up VHS and I was like, oh, this is legit. Like it's going to yeah. be freaky. I, I couldn't really read if it was going to be, you know, like this low budget, like what's it going to look like when these people get shot at, but oh no, like we're committed. This is going to be huge. And so it definitely made it more intimidating. You know, it's such a beloved franchise and um there's something that needs to be upheld but it also sort of signaled that we were going to have a lot of fun that we were going to make something yeah. <laughs> pretty pretty disgusting and it was going to go down in um really good company so obviously you watched the other vhs movies in order to get like a hint of what's gonna be like so. i watched a couple i've actually i don't think i've watched any of them straight through i've done like random segments on YouTube and looked at like which are the best ones on random rankings and find, like watch the scariest ones in my opinion. Well right now as it stands my opinion you got the best kills in the movie god damn it. Let's go. <laughs> um, Especially the bullet through the, the through the, to the jaw and just hanging I'm like oh my god that, that was awesome I'm sorry. I, mean, I was on set for that day and watching that like she would she walked around all day with like a second jaw yeah. and just it was grotesque. I couldn't make eye contact. And you hear me watching with like, shut down, stupid motherfucker. Shut down. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, for real. Well, it's easier for me. 
So if you had to choose any other role in the movie, if you had the chance, who would it be? Ooh, that's a fun question. Maybe Rory, that weird, like, shape-shifting guy in the di a different segment. It's in the... Um, it's the in-between segment where... I, I want to say it's David Bruckner's segment where he's, like, the shape-shifting figure who then makes them all do Pilates at the end and, like, is so weird. Um... <laughs> I think I'd be I think I'd be him. I think that would be a fun one. And equally like uh ridiculous. Something where I could really <laughs> go all out. And that character is pretty bizarre. Yeah. I mean, that was a pretty weird segment. I mean <laughs> I had a hard time wrapping my head around that one for a second. Yeah, I also I I would like to be in um the Mexican segment I speak Spanish and so the whole time I was just like oh I could have been used in here too like it would have that been was fun the, um, to yeah, the, the Inca one the Inca god yes. the death, yeah, death exactly. god or some shit like that what it was yeah right so you've seen the movie obviously and what did you saw yourself on big screen what did what, what did you think it is so uncomfortable for me I, I had a hoodie that I put over my eyes for just my parts. The rest of the movie, 10 out of 10, loved it. My parts, I really, really, really struggle to watch myself. It makes me feel like my skin is crawling and I just become so overly critical of every minute choice that I made. And so it was really, I mean, it was so cool, but at the same time, the most uncomfortable I've ever felt in my entire life. And I think it's just mostly doable because I'm like, oh, that's like a completely different person. Like she is so separate from who I am that I'm able to compartmentalize. But uh, yeah, it's even just like Googling the movie and like seeing my face like that holding a gun. It's so bizarre <laughs> that I don't really know what to do with it. But you you are not the first one to tell me that. You just just let you know. So Okay, good. <laughs> it, you, I was surprised other people I talked to they every time they see themselves, they're like, mm, I don't want to see myself on the screen. I don't care what it says. I was even told by a few other actors they did not go to the premiere because they did not want to see themselves on the screen. So Okay. That feels very comforting. I'm glad I'm in good company. <laughs> oh. So do you have any influence on acting? Who is your biggest influence? Ooh, that is a great question. Um, I do. I feel like I've sort of idolized actresses for my entire life and my forever and always will be Audrey Hepburn. She's my answer to if you could have dinner with anyone dead or alive. Always her. I will always go back to her movies. Um, but I think in terms of like horror and this movie, <clears throat> I really looked to Mia Goth recently as like a up and coming like horror actress who I really admire. I've seen her in so many movies from when she was pretty young up until now. And she's a great screamer. She's got a great scared face and can look really evil too. Like, Suspiria is one of my favorite movies, the remake, and then recently her and like Pearl and X. They're so good. And she is great. And so I think she's probably one of the more applicable 
uh, idols in that sort of vein, but largely Audrey Hepburn would take the cake. Nice. Good answer. I love that one. <laughs> Good answer. So are there any upcoming projects, movies, you, did you allow to talk about that are not like G14 classified or Secret Squirrel <laughs> kind of thing? I'm just doing theater now. Um, I got lots of theater in the city, but uh, no, nothing, nothing on the horizon. So cast me. That's it to the world. <laughs> Feel free. Well, that's why I'm doing this to help you guys get auditions. So because <laughs> I, I, I do know, I, I do know a lot of directors on Facebook. So uh, if they come, they go on here, they see you like, oh, hey, she she looks talented. Let's get her on the set for something. So amazing. I'm here. I'm ready. Especially Especially if you go hold a cyber rifle and have no regrets killing five people on a lake, seven people on a lake, for seven, fuck's sake. Yeah. yeah, for fuck's sake. You, you got, you're on my fucking score. That's for damn sure. <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining me today. I really do appreciate it. Yeah, um, I've had a, such a great time. I love talking yeah. about this movie, and it's always a good time. And I wish you nothing but the best in a successful career, and to see you in a lot more movies because God damn it, you're fucking talented. Just oh. saying that right now. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> it means a lot. And if you're taking some people less than five minutes, it's okay with me. So, and I know not, and I know not to fuck with that person. So. True. Ladies and gentlemen, the talented, the beautiful, everywhere. Thank you so much for joining me today. And thank God damn it, me. it was nice talking to you. And have a good evening. You as well. I've had a lovely time. Have a great Monday. All right. You too. Bye.